0: Baseball money is fake on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast's Final Four Watch Party. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over at youtube.com/sportsgamblingpodcast.
1: Welcome to Baseball Money Is Fake, a fantasy baseball podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Blake Meyer. We are back again, and I am excited as hell because it is opening day as we speak. There is baseball being played as we speak. There is baseball about to be played as we speak, and I have been waiting for this forever. This is literally like my second Christmas, and uh, as always, I am here with my man, Ryan Gilbert. How are you doing today, Ryan?
0: uh i'm i'm doing okay last night we talked about the excitement it's it's obviously exciting if we uh recorded an hour and a half ago started recording what would have been much more exciting before uh aaron nola completely blew up in the fourth inning as he is prone <laughs> to do sometimes rolling straight along and now uh a five run five nothing lead evaporated nine run, nine uh nine run fourth inning 11 six deficit now in, in the sixth so uh not a good start from for my fills but uh Hundred sixty one more games here, so we can uh, we can bounce back.
1: True, I mean it's just it's the beginning, so you can react however you want. Whether you want to overreact, underreact, I wasn't expecting the Phillies to uh, kind of fall apart like that. That was an interesting turn of events there because they got to Degrom fairly early, and I was like, oh mm-hmm. shit, this is going to be an interesting game because I was expecting uh, like kind of a pretty big pitchers duel there. That didn't happen. It looked like uh, it looked like how the the Pirates and the Reds game probably should have went. But I mean, there's been so much fun baseball to talk about today. There's been some interesting stat cast numbers, which is one of my favorite things. There's been some guys pulled too early, which messed me up on the betting side of things. (laughs) There's been, you know, some interesting things. But before we get into that, we wanted to cover some injury news that came out today and like after first pitch of the day so if you're in a weekly league it was kind of like a big fuck you to weekly league people hunter green greatest opening day performance of all time (laughs) (sighs) let's not talk about that jeff i mean we're gonna talk about it but insano i see you as well hello game one of 162 a lot of games left you damn right still 162 mariners games left i cannot wait for that game today i'm gonna have a uh adult beverages and enjoy watching the mariners win by 12 runs. But yes, there were some injuries, some fairly relevant injuries, I guess is a good way to put it. Uh the big one right out of the gate is Justin Verlander going on the IL. Uh how you feeling about JV kind of surprisingly jumping on the injury list?
0: I mean, it's it's surprising because he was healthy throughout spring training, as far, as far as I know. But it's also not surprising because he's forty years old and had Tommy John surgery <laughs> what two years ago. So mm-hmm. it, it it sucks for the Mets. It sucks for anyone that that drafted him. I mean, there's not a lot you can do besides put him on the IL there and hope there's no. I mean, maybe if you have I think this is like oh no oh no Mets Mets curse he's not going to pitch again. Maybe you know shop around for trade if you want, but. Trying to trade anybody that that's injured is always, always uh, pretty difficult, even more difficult than a normal trade. So, yeah, this is just unfortunate for uh, anyone that drafted Verlander. Um, I think I mostly stayed away from him, besides maybe some best ball drafts. But but still, it's uh, apparently it's the same thing as uh, Tristan McKenzie had. Who McKenzie I think is now out for several weeks after. Uh, I'm gonna look that up right now. But uh, yeah, for for Verlander, it just there's not much you can do on your fantasy side of things. But it just sucks.
1: Yeah, and I didn't even realize it was the same injury as McKenzie. I know when McKenzie got injured, that made me lower him on my Fantasy Pros Expert rankings. So Verlander's definitely going down. I stayed away from him as well, just because I tend to fade the older starters in a lot of my drafts. Like even as even as dominant as Justin Verlander continues to be, I still just faded him because unless you're Tom Brady, Father Time is undefeated and it's only a matter of time before something was going to happen, and wouldn't you know it, he goes to New York, and something happened. Uh, I'm curious to see who's going to be starting in his place. I saw the name earlier, and that is my bad for not having that readily available right now because I did a lot of show prep for this one and neglected to write down the name.
0: Is, it, is Carrasco back? Isn't he? Doesn't he have some, like... Carrasco is back. Is, okay, so it's Carrasco, the five, or no? Because Erlanders... is the five, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I did not see that either. So,
1: but uh, I mean, that is a big
0: one. T- Tyler Just... McGill uh Sano is saying in the chat, which is which is pretty, I'm pretty sure makes sense.
1: Yep, 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 yeah. That see, thanks to Sano, but uh, yeah, Tyler McGill, who's not bad. He's he's worth a look. In not even deeper leagues, like 12 team leagues, he's worth the look to start because he's got good stuff. He plays, he pitches for New York, so he's going to have some run support there. The only person who never really got run support there was Jacob DeGrom. Miguel should be doing just fine out there. I think they're up on the Marlins right now, 5 3, last I checked. So they're putting runs up against Sandy, who I did have in many leagues, which sucks. But speaking of somebody that I had in many leagues, And it's sucking. Daniel Bard also got hurt and is on the IL to start the year. I think I had Daniel Bard, Rockies closer, in every league this year like (laughs) seven out of seven leagues. Not because I necessarily think he was that great, because who loves the pitcher that plays in Colorado? But he was just a, a very cheap very cheap form of saves you could get him way 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 later in drafts and even though a lot of his other peripherals were really going to suck he was probably going to save 25 games so somebody like that does ding me a little bit especially in tgfbi i would like to point out because i took three closers one was daniel hudson and one was daniel bard and both of them are on the aisle to start the year which just leaves me with one so that does suck uh who was it that you were thinking was going to fill in for him, right?
0: Uh, Pierce Johnson is what I'm reading could fill in for, for him. Apparently, has a pretty good curveball. He has a lot of strikeouts in the majors, but I mean, career 4.05 ERA. just want to clarify that Bard did not get hurt. He's missing the start of the season due to uh, anxiety. He, he has missed time in the past with that. So for worse. him, hopefully he gets the help that he needs and he can, he can come back and pitch this season because I didn't realize how great he was last season. 1.79 ERA. 34 saves, 69 strikeouts, nice and 60 in a third innings. He got MVP votes. He was 16th in, in MVP voting last year <laughs> as that's the Rockies' impressive. closer. I mean, I, I didn't before I I was going to say not too big of a deal because you can just pick up, you know, Pierce Johnson or I think uh, another closer. We'll talk to another closer closer notes uh, later on the show. But yeah, that's Underbart. He's is, is probably one of the last closers off the board in your in your draft, and you know if. If you need saves and yeah, Pierce Johnson might be a, a guy there. I think uh, Lamette they also have and also Brad Hand, but I would go with Johnson mm-hmm. as the uh, probably the most talented out of that bunch.
1: Yeah, the, I think I'd agree with that. And yeah, D, yeah Daniel Bard was a guy that uh, I, was, I think I got was getting him in like the 11th and 12th round fairly consistently, so not a bad, not a bad. Pick. hopefully he's not out for too long i know the anxiety thing can be rough especially when you're a closer your mental's got to be right so if the mentals are off even if he comes back we just hope he's okay brad hand and lamette being mentioned there we go as well as johnson so uh, they they could very well just go uh, closer by committee colorado's not going to win that many games anyways so it's they're probably just ride the hot hand
0: yeah and blake that's on you for drafting daniel bard in every league i mean you you can't rely on on the Rockies closer as one of one of your main closers.
1: You know, I, it is my fault, but I really thought I was onto something. I was like, you know what? He's going 11th, 12th round nonstop. That's like, that's 30 saves right there for TGF. More
0: baseball classic explosion. He had,
1: <laughs> I should have seen the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but another one, there's one more injury. It happened today in, in game would be Max freed. He went 3 3.1 innings when they gave up a run struck out a couple but he got pulled. It doesn't seem like it's anything too serious and I'm wondering but, if it was more I'm
0: uh, a... I'm saying he is uh likely to headed headed to the IL due to a hamstring strain. Uh Brian Snicker told reporters after the game that will likely go on the injured list. Uh tough 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 break for the Braves here mm-hmm. who also who had Kyle Wright on the injured list now is obviously Making his way back, still I don't know who's gonna replace him because they have, have, have Schuster. Is, is didn't he already make already make it with Wright not on the IL?
1: I didn't think I didn't think he made it. I yet. thought
0: I thought Schuster and Dodd both made it when Wright was on the IL. There, um, Fangraphs roster resource uh, right now has Freed, Strider, Schuster, and Morden. and I think they're gonna call up Dodd or whatever for the fifth one. So yeah, I'm not sure oh, who. Yeah, the unbetrayed um, um, rumors over here doesn't have anything really. Listen, their right is expected back after a minimum stint. So maybe, yeah, maybe he's only gonna miss a starter too. And they'll have to have one spot starter.
1: Yeah, I, hamstring isn't something that really worries me much when, uh, when a pitcher gets hurt because they're, I mean, they're not really running, they're not doing that sort of thing. So well, for really, me, it's kind of be- similar to like Musgrove and his toe
0: hamstrings are more important ham um, hamstring you gotta, you gotta stretch it out it's important for the for the stride and everything for, for the for the wind up and whatnot so i think that that's something but it's not something like an arm injury.
1: very true and then before we get into some standouts should we do that first ad
0: i mean yeah i had a transition ready but if you just want to say here, oh here, shit. Comes ad, here comes an ad break <laughs> WinBet is the official <laughs> online sports book of the sports gambling podcast network <laughs> WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, Marquee Games of the Week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for a DGENs only, if you're the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to Wimbet.com or download the Wimbet app. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Most 21 or older and present were play-through as available. If you were some of the game problem, call 100-52-4700. Looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? You can win a three-night stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgownpodcast.com slash golfparty. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. The Final Four Watch Party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and tune in on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Winbet is now active in Massachusetts, and today active in Massachusetts was Adley Rutschman. Five Mm -hmm. for five, home run, four RBIs, scored a run, had a walk. Uh, He was your number one catcher, Blake. What, What do you think about this start?
1: I want to take a victory lap, but it is only week one. <laughs> I would like to say before the season, I did have him as my number one catcher on my Fantasy Pros rankings, and uh, in our episode that we did yesterday for the preseason awards, I did throw him out there as a bet for MVP. Granted, we still got 161 games left, but I just want to pat myself on the back real quick. But yeah, first uh, first catcher since 1900 to reach base six times mm-hmm. to start the year. I think he's only the 18th person or eighth, 8th, 18th person ever to do that on opening day uh that was a nail biter of a game they had quite a big lead there for a while over boston kluber sucked ass today uh and then comes down to 10 to 9 at the end and if that game proved anything to me it is that steals are so cheap this year yes so Uh, cheap
0: that that is one thing that i was i was going to bring up i was watching the game and like I, I didn't have sound on, but so I assumed that he had already thrown over twice. But like the guy got a running lead, and like, uh, they, yeah, <laughs> the, pick-off, the pickoff rule is bad. I, I don't like mm-hmm. it. I don't like how teams just get free stolen bases, maybe from betting angle, bet overs, bet stolen bases. And from a fantasy perspective, anyone can steal a base now. Anyone can, abs- any, anyone can steal a base. I mean, uh, Mateo had to, Mullins had to, uh, frazier is, is the one that just ran against uh brazier frazier against brazier there red sox <laughs> also had a bunch i would imagine um can't did that did they not get any steal it? i don't see any base running here for for the for the red sox Yeah, maybe, not for boston maybe uh maybe the o's were able to, to handle that a bit, bit better yeah i didn't realize that they blew a almost blew a 10 a 10 4 lead there but yeah good for the o's to uh Get, get off to a winning start there. They're my, they're my, one of my AL teams. So I think, I think the O's and Mariners are going to be my two AL teams this year. The O's have always had a little special sp- spot of my heart down there in Baltimore. So I'll, I'll add Seattle as well.
1: There we go. I, I mean, I like the Orioles as well. Seattle's definitely my uh, AL team. But yeah, the one steal that stood out the most to me in that game was, uh, God, what? It was the inning where they stole three bases and. Mateo got the single, stole second, and then advanced to third on like a pass ball or an error or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Mullins got on first base. Everybody in the world knew that Mullins was stealing second. They were even <laughs> – like, I was watching the MLB at bat, and I think it was the Boston broadcast. And even they were talking about how it's just – it's a free base.
0: Yeah. Like, because I, I Mateo's
1: it. so fast, you can't throw down to second because he'll just take home, no problem. And Mullins is just standing on first. He could have. He probably could have just walked over. Yeah, I I do wonder. I do wonder
0: if they will start scoring that as like defensive indifference if if they don't cover the base because that's what it is. Or like once, especially once you've already picked off two times, like that's not a stolen base equal to. I mean, Ricky Henderson is never going to be caught, but like that's not how Ricky Henderson stole his bases. Like it's, I, I don't. there will have to be probably a discussion. I know every ballpark has their yeah. own score. so like it, it could just be stadium by stadium. I'd have to keep an eye on that to see uh, if any of them are more more, more liberal there, giving still stolen bases.
1: True. I, I'm just curious because I, I can't imagine them going like a quarter of the year where they count that as steals all the time, and then they're just random all of a sudden like, nah, eh, you know what, nah, it's not it's not a steal anymore. I don't think they would do that. It might be something that they talk about maybe in the off season, or yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. at a different park, maybe they won't count it as a steal. But as far as I'm concerned, right now steals are going crazy. I mean, Real Mucho is quick, but he stole a base today.
0: And- I mean, there only there only have been nine other stolen bases outside of the Orioles. So like some teams just haven't stole it all. I, 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 it might just be some teams know how to take advantage of it. Some teams don't.
1: Yeah, but it's been what five, six, five games finished, two, three, four. Five games, so nine stolen nine fourteen stolen bases in ten games today. There's pretty yeah. I mean it, that's it's I still mean, up. It's pretty Absolutely. significant. Absolutely, yeah. All
0: right. Who uh, who else you have a uh, pe- pencil down there as, as a good good start today?
1: Uh Devers went what do you go two for two for four? RBI a couple runs scored, did pretty well, but uh Luisa Rise is one that I wanted to point out. Their game is currently going right now. Last I checked, he was two for three. If I look right now, the man is – what a pause. He's two for four right now. (laughs) Two for four with a run, scored an RBI. Uh, He's got a double, (laughs) snuck in there. All he did last year was hit. He hit over 300. He doesn't have a ton of power. Uh, He's the AL batting champion. Goes over to Miami, hitting leadoff there. And again, this is one of those ones. These are going to be overreactions a little bit because it is one game or like this isn't even a full game yet. But to have him go and win the AL batting crown last year and then come into first game of the season this year and just start out. I mean, he was two for three. He's two for four now. Just picks up right where he left off. In points leagues, he is going to just be an absolute monster this year. Mm. I know in ESPN, he's got three position eligibility including second base, which is huge. He doesn't strike out a lot. He's got no Ks today so far. Oh, he struck out once. That was his last one. Struck out once today. <laughs> this is what you look for in somebody like Arise who isn't one of those flashy picks when you go to draft him. And then he just comes out and puts up like a respectable number right out of the gate. And so I, I like to see that.
0: I mean, Arise obviously pretty good there he's rostered in 82 percent of leagues uh a guy guy i want to look at here is alec bohm i'm I'm impressed with him so far he had a a home run off of jacob degram also had a double both opposite field he is uh, three for three two runs scored double home run three rbis i mean he's he's rostered in a 79 of yahoo league so probably not available in in your league but if he is and you need a a first or third baseman or just want uh, an extra guy on the bench Keep an eye on him. He, he added 15 pounds of muscle and was able to take DeGrom the other way. So, And uh, sticking with the Phillies there, a, a guy that should be available in most leagues, he's only rostered in 9%, is Brandon Marsh. He had a, a triple and a double, two for three, with a run scored and an RBI. I think the triple was off of um, DeGrom, so he's about in ninth right now for the Phillies, kind of, kind of a second leadoff hitter there, ahead of Turner and Schwarber at the top. But I don't know if we'll ever hit his way up to the top of the order, but he could he could switch to swap with Stott and go go seven or eight or maybe move up to, to sixth against a right hander. Um the Phillies did seem to find something in his swing and shorten it and got results last year. Uh hit 288 after hitting two twenty-six with the Angels. So Marsh, if you're in a deeper league or need an outfielder, uh I definitely keep an eye out on him.
1: Yeah, I like Marsh. He's somebody that we talked about a little bit in the off-season, where, yeah, the Phillies did figure out something with him, and he's making an impact. And the added muscle for Alec Bohm, I don't think that can be talked about enough because he did have a little bit of a, a power uptick at the end of last year, and people wondered, you know, was it legitimate or what was going on? He came into spring a little beefier, a little bit of a thicker boy putting the bat on the ball pretty well. And then today, for example, uh, he's got three registered uh, shit in StatCast. Uh, his home run average or his home run exit velocity, 100 miles an hour, the double that was 99.2 miles an hour, and his single was 95 miles an hour. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty solid uh, average exit velo right there just on day one. So, yeah, if that's something that becomes the norm for him, he's going to shoot up a lot of a lot of people's rankings because that was kind of the only thing he couldn't do. He, he could always sit for a pretty good average. He hits well with people on base. He can get the counting stats when needed. He hits in a good lineup. It was just kind of, can he add some power to his game somehow? And boom, when you know it, it just takes adding fucking 15 pounds of muscle and all of a sudden you can hit harder. It's a wild concept. Uh, Insano pointed out uh, Springer and Bichette with three hits each, I did have Spur on a list of standouts that I was enjoying today. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're they're both guys that are
0: two. rostered everywhere. So like it's oh, yeah. great to see him off to a hot start, but like not too much, not too much you can do there unless you're trying to sell high on him or, or, or buy him now. And, <laughs> yeah. And then I also said uh O'Neill Cruz, four straight open dates with a home run. No,
1: Tyler O'Neal. You know?
0: Tyler O'Neill. Oh, Tyler O'Neal, not O'Neill Cruz. Okay, Tyler O'Neill, but uh O'Neill Cruz had an absolute missile off hunter green i think he turned oh, around yeah. 101 or 102 miles per hour pitch he's i mean blake you 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 talked him up last show a little bit too much but uh you know what good start <laughs> for him so you, you can take you can take a victory lap for now we'll, we'll see who's taking one later uh another one i was surprised by only person to have four hits so far today after uh rutschman had five another catcher uh playing at dh is Travis darnell for the braves Obviously, they brought mm-hmm. in Sean Murphy over the offseason. And I thought Ozuna would get most DH uh, starts, as did uh, Fan Graf's here. But he went four for five today to run score with a double, two RBIs. It was against uh, Patrick Corbin in the Nationals, so maybe he won't start against righties. But especially in two catcher leagues, he might be available, go pick him up. Or just, you know, in, in deeper leagues, he could be a guy to keep an eye on if he gets those uh, starts against right-handers as well
1: yeah i i knew they were going to mix him in at dh a little bit just because sean murphy's too good to have him just be in a, a full-on rotation at catcher same with Darno, they're both just too good overall and so seeing him start out the year at dh was kind of a nice little surprise i do have him rostered in two leagues just with the the hopes that he would get enough ab's to be relevant and so to see him come out and go four for five was very sweet. Again, this is one of those ones that was off Patrick Corbin in the Nats, so take it for what it is, but I mean, it's part of the game. Every team plays shitty teams and shitty pitchers, and so good hitters take advantage of those shitty teams and shitty pitchers, and that's exactly what he did. Uh, And another person from that game I wanted to highlight is somebody that we have been high on since last year, Mr. Joey Meneses. He came out Uh, What was he two for five today with an RBI? He had a pretty sweet RBI single right at the middle. It was a fucking rocket off the bat. Uh, He had that real hot stretch in the second half of last year that kind of had one people wondering if it was legitimate or what to think about it because 30 old rookies don't just grow on trees. Uh, And then he went into the WBC and hit like 600. It was the the pride of the Mexican team besides Randy Arena and then spring training he played well. And now here we are opening day and the success just keeps continuing down the line. They don't really have many other hitters in that lineup for him to get the counting stats you look for, but he's trending towards somebody that's probably going to end the year hitting in the high 200s and flirting with 300. And he's got 25, 28 home run ability for the season. And he's got first base and outfield eligibility in a lot of places. So he's somebody worth a look, especially he's going very late in drafts. I think he was like 180 or something. Drafts are over for the most part, but there's a lot of leagues that you could find him on the waiver wire at this point. So the success today is something mm-hmm. to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah. Someone I was high on, on last year is uh three for four. Austin Meadows of the Tigers there has a double. No run score, no RBIs, but... He's had 33 home run power with the Rays in 2019, 2021. He had 27 home runs. Last year, he was dealt with injuries, only played 36 games, did not hit a home run, did not hit a home run in in, uh, spring training. So maybe that power could be gone a little bit, but he had a double. So good to see that there for Detroit. He could be another outfielder to look at in deeper leagues. He's only rostered in 28% of leagues. And uh, Brendan Donovan. Uh, batted leadoff mm-hmm. for the Cardinals. I believe it was against the lefties, so that could be why. But three for four, three runs scored, home run, two RBIs. He's eligible, at least in Yahoo, at first base, second base, third base, shortstop, and outfield. So everywhere except Catcher, you can play him on Yahoo. Uh, he got snatched up in, in my two my two leagues on Yahoo, but nope, only uh 60% roster that, that should be uh, rising a bit. So if you need any of those positions or just – you know, you want someone with that versatility, which is huge. Uh, Brendan Donovan is a good look for, for the Cardinals.
1: And he's an interesting one, too, because. Uh, hey, little bro. Nice to see you back again. I know you were on our uh, or in our live the other day. Uh, Brendan Donovan is an interesting one because he is somebody that came to spring training with uh, new and improved swing. And it, again, it was another one of those things like you don't really know what's going on in spring training. You don't know what's worth the reaction. What's kind of just you can overlook, but he came in with a new swing and he saw some pop in spring training and it's rolling over into some sex, some success this year. I know he had regular baseball success last year. Cause I think he had a war above four. Now he's one of like five hitters that had a war over four as a rookie last year. Uh, and then more stat cast numbers, uh, his single today, he only hit 65 miles an hour, a little blooper. But then he had a line out at 109 miles an hour. His home run was 99 miles an hour. And he had a single at 105.3 miles an hour. So I think he did add a little muscle too. So a little muscle and that new, that new swing and he's really putting the barrel on the ball and it could translate into some decent numbers. I'm not going to say big numbers cause it is still Brendan Donovan, but he can be kind of, he gives me Brandon Drury vibes with a little less uh, pop it could be like a Brandon Drury that hits 15 home runs and plays every base. There's eligible for every position in fantasy. It's just an incredible person to keep on your bench. And again, it's going to sound like an overreaction, but he is somebody that everybody should have already drafted. And if you haven't, he's worth a look in a, a trade. If he goes for a look cool stretch, try and grab him because I think he's going to put up good enough numbers to be fantasy relevant in every format this year.
0: It's tough to trade for guys like those that are like rostered in like around fifty to sixty percent of the league because like mm-hmm. it's like a depth guy that you want, but like the manager you're trading with is okay. Why, why does this guy want, want Donovan? But yeah, <laughs> maybe you can just sneak in there and get him for you know someone you might be dropping soon. You can get Donovan instead of whoever's on the waiver wire. Uh We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues with their March Madness college pick 'em. It's a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted here. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great daily games for every sport. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Yeah, and Sano in the chat chat there pointing out uh, Bay for the Pirates there went 2-for-3, double run scored, two stolen bases, uh, yeah, I see. Only see one here, so I must have stolen one rather, uh, rather recently. There as I as I update. Yeah, he he was someone that I was making a daily fantasy lineup. I was like, oh, he, he's really cheap at second base. Is he gonna be playing? Apparently, he played ten games last year with with the uh, with the Pirates. Hit three thirty three. So maybe in deeper leagues, uh, take a look at him. I'm gonna. I mean, he, his last name's Bay, so you have plenty of uh, potential team names to have fun with there as well. Uh, are rostered in one percent of yahoo league so uh in those deeper leagues maybe maybe give him a look
1: yeah and i'm curious after this game i want to see some of his sprint speed numbers because that dude is fast okay i know they were talking on the broadcast uh they're talking some fangrass numbers he has 70 grade speed which not a whole lot of people have 70 grade speed and he was flying around those bases so I don't know if he's necessarily worth a look in fantasy. He's worth an ad to the watch list at the very least, just to kind of keep an eye on him and see what he can do with that average. But uh, he hit the ball hard on that double. I have watched so much baseball that I was able to see a shit ton of this stuff happen when it happened. He hit the fuck out of the double. Okay. Stole two bases. I didn't see the last stolen bases. I do think it happened while we were on here recording, but yeah, he's somebody that's got a ton of speed. And I mean, talking about speed One thing I want to point out, I know I tweeted it out earlier. Uh, I caught it on the broadcast, but Ronald Acuna on his infield single, he registered 29.9 feet per second getting to first base. That would have been the 12th fastest sprint speed in the major leagues last year. Like overall, it would have been his fastest and fastest and it would have been the 12th fastest overall. So his knee is fully back. Acuna is fully back. He looked good today. I, we're not going to talk about Acuna just because he's he was like a top three pick in a lot of leagues, yeah. but I just wanted to point out that, that that speed is legitimate, like it, it's there.
0: Yeah, good, I mean, good to see him him back with with his health, with his knee looking healthy. Uh, another guy, kind of Don like in the vein of Donovan, where he, he's batting somewhere unexpected. Uh, Trevor Larnick of the Minnesota Twins outfielder hitting cleanup for them, even though they have have Joey Gallo and a bunch of other guys there. Two for four, one run, one RBI, but both singles. But, you know, that's a, that's a decent lineup uh, for the Twins. And if he's going to be batting in the middle of it, he could be picking up some some cheap RBIs. So another uh, deep, deep league outfield option there.
1: Which is good. We can't get enough of those, especially we got like five outfield leagues and shit out there. Uh, uh-huh. He's somebody in uh, TGFBI I'm going to be looking at for some of my fab budget. I passed on the first week. Of putting bids out there on players. I don't think I should have. I probably should have been a little more active on there. I just really like my lineup. And so I didn't want to do that, but he Lorna is somebody that I'm going to have at least some sort of bid on when it opens up again. I think it opened once that isn't it next week. It'll open up again.
0: It's either every Sunday or like twice a week, like Wednesday, Sunday.
1: Yeah. And so I'm I'm going to put some money on him just because I need a little more outfield depth. I've missed the the injury bug has missed quite a bit on the hitting side, the pitching side not so much. I kind of me Kyle, me drafting Kyle Wright in five out of seven leagues. Yeah, Kyle Wright and Daniel Bard,
0: you, you got them all.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing it. Uh, another pitcher that killed it today though would be so. Uh, on one side, we had Garrett Cole, six innings, eleven Ks, dominant. Everybody drafted Garrett Cole at the beginning of, of their draft top three rounds probably. But on the other side, Logan Webb, even though he gave up four or five runs, he went six innings, 12 Ks. I like seeing the strikeout stuff from him. Uh, He's normally around like a nine K per nine guy. So for him to come out against somebody like the Yankees and, and the game with 12, it's nice to see. I wasn't expecting the Yankees to be such a swing and miss team. So that'll be interesting to keep an eye on going forward. But yeah, so Logan Webb, I was iffy on him coming into the year. I know he's he's a good pitcher. He's done like the upper eh, middle tier, middle trending towards the upper tier of pitchers. There's just something about him. I never tend to draft him and I can't honestly tell you what it is. It's just I can never talk myself into it whenever it's draft time. And if he can put up strikeout like numbers like this consistently, I think I'm going to regret that.
0: Yeah, uh, Webb is was one of my pitchers to watch there. I think he's was drafted a little bit too low he's never had great strikeout numbers two years ago his case nine was over nine last year it was 7.6 yeah this year so far 12 12ks in six innings gave up those two home runs to judge and just starts off the season like he ended ended the last one very happy i got him second overall pick and also played for (laughs) torres torres who i think is a uh, underrated second baseman that should be Valued higher in fantasy, and the Yankees should probably not trade, but we'll see if they do that. And, uh, yeah, Insano in the chat, again, mentioning Pablo Lopez, five and a third, eight strikeouts, three walks, two hits allowed. I was just looking at him. I have him in another league there. Good, good trade for the Twins, looking like so far. I mean, good trade for mm-hmm. both sides. Arias started off hot. Pablo, Pablo Lopez, good out in start the season. So looking like a, a win-win uh, through through game one.
1: Yeah, and that was uh, a trade that I thought was interesting. I did like it more on the Pablo Lopez side than the Arias side, and it's looking like it's just going to work well for both. I think Arias kind of he plays in any any league or any team, any lineup, just because he's a uh, slap top of the lineup. Lopez has some good velocity numbers today, though. His fastball average, 95, topped out at 96. I love seeing somebody like Lopez get into the upper 90s. And he's throwing a sweeper as well, which is like my new favorite pitch. I don't know why I didn't pay enough attention to it before, but I love, I love the fucking sweeper, man. It's dominant.
0: Uh, all right. uh, you have any more guys there in your notes? I'm just looking through, like on mmb.com Oh yeah, hits, hits today. Who else you got? Uh, Wander who else, Franco. You, who else you got uh, that might be might be available in some leagues?
1: Oh, that might or, be. Available or
0: Wander Franco is worth worth mentioning. He, I mean, he. Yeah, was like day-to-day with an injury so
1: yeah I, i'm only mentioning him because he was one of those i think i have him as my 14th ranked shortstop but he's a he's a top 110 guy on most boards the thing that he kind of seems to be void of though is power and so to see him come out and go two for four with a home run today it's nice to see the badge was never questioned in a season he i think he's played the games combined and he's hitting like 289 or something along those lines with the low K rate. But I like seeing the home run Uh, again. It's just one. He might only hit 12 this year, but it's nice to see him start the year with a little pop because it gives you hope that he could hit 20 home runs. And if he hits 20 home runs, that takes him into a whole nother tier of shortstop, which I'm, I wasn't sure he could get to.
0: Yeah. maybe, Maybe if maybe look to see if, if you like him, if you can buy him relatively low after, you know, just one game.
1: Yeah, but other than that, I mean, I, I only had Shane McClanahan on there just because he's on a bunch of fancy teams. And I was like, fuck yeah, he did it today. He's six Sion. innings. Yep, six innings, no runs, six Ks. I don't think he walked anybody either. He walked one, something like that. Dominant. His breaking stuff was absolutely disgusting today. Uh, fastball touching in the upper 90s, as usual. Uh, that Hunter Green on there again, somebody that's owned mm-hmm. by everybody. Him getting pulled hurt me today because i i laddered his strikeouts up to 12 and he (laughs) got eight which just he hit the first part of the ladder but meh he should have gone for more because he got eight k's in 3.1 innings and he should have not allowed
0: not allowed three runs and five hits then in a home run and walk three guys
1: he got pulled only giving up one run the problem that i have is he only threw i think it was 84 pitches through 3.1 innings it's the very first start of the year they're let, ramping him up let the man pitch let him pitch like, he doesn't need to be ramped up he he ran up in the spring he ran up at the end of last year when he was dominant he was dominating in today and if you go back and watch uh the walk that he gave up right before they pulled him struck the dude out looking like, it was it was a I mean they called it a ball so in reality yeah I get it it was a ball he got walked because they called it a ball but no it was it was very clearly a strike and then he was just fucking overthrowing the ball there for that final inning so I think he should have at least been allowed to finish the inning partly because I have him my fantasy and because I bet on him but also partly because that's going to be your dominant ace you need to show that you back him that you have confidence in him that he can get these people out and do these things when you pull somebody after 80 pitches and three innings on opening day that's not going to instill much confidence in hunter green going into his next start
0: yeah fair enough there also wanted to mention uh marcus stroman went six scoreless innings three hits three walks eight strikeouts um he's owned in 62 percent of leagues was against the brewers who you know are a weaker lineup but he goes against Cincinnati next in Cincinnati. Hopefully doesn't affect him too much. Yeah, Strowman being, being the Cubs' ace, he, he, off to a good start there. Might be worth streaming for, for his next start or, or holding on to if you stream them for, for the start.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think – I mean I don't have anybody else on my list, but I figured maybe we could – I have a couple guys that I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I don't know if you've looked that up or that far into the future. Pictures or, or anybody? Uh, just uh, kind of both. Pitchers right, yeah, and uh, Padres are playing against Colorado. It's at Petco Park. It's not in Colorado, so I'm not as hyped on the uh, hitting side of things. But Nick Martinez is starting for that's who they have right now on the app, the MLB app. Mm-hmm. They got Nick Martinez starting for the Padres tomorrow. That's somebody that Nick Pollock from Pitcherlist really likes. He's somebody that he was watching very closely. Uh, he was missing a lot of bats in spring, and he's getting the second start of the year for the Padres. I know it's because they're ramping up for the season, so Darvish is going to start, I think it was like the fifth or sixth game of the year. Is there playing plan for Darvish? Oh,
0: he, he started on Saturday, not not Friday,
1: not tomorrow. They're off tomorrow, the sure uh, No, Martinez. Friday, March 31st. Friday. Oh tomorrow.
0: No, I, I, okay. The 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 note I was reading then said said <laughs> yeah. April first. Right? They, they must have forgot about uh March thirty first.
1: Oh, you're good. Yeah, yeah and so that. I like you in tomorrow. Uh Rockies players tend to play very poorly away from Colorado, plus it's in Petco Park, which is the most pitcher-friendly park mm-hmm. in baseball. So uh Nick Martinez is not owned by a whole lot of people in general. So if you're streaming or if you just want like somebody to add Maybe you you're iffy about somebody and you want a decent guy to add to the lineup. I think that's a really good one to pick up. And like, Dustin uh, May going against the D backs.
0: I think he's rostered in Marlins. I, I was gonna mention um Dust or uh, David Peterson uh, for the Mets against the Marlins. He has decent career a four point two six, fifteen and thirteen. He's gonna get some starts, especially now with Verlander on the uh, on the IL he came in as the fifth starter he's gone back and forth throughout his career but you know if he can get off to a good start he could be uh wor- worth keeping holding on to.
1: Yeah and then uh any mariner tomorrow. I know that sounds like a homer pick, so hear me out. Uh they have Hunter Gaddis starting their guy? second game tomorrow. He's pitched two times at the major league level in his career. He's Owen two with an 18 ERA and only five K's in seven innings. This Mariners team. I'm trying to sound the, as like the least amount of a Homer as possible. This, the offense that the Mariners are running out there this year is world series level offense all around. They have power from top to bottom. they have, just general hitting ability from top to bottom and one thing that they tend to do every year is they tend to get do a good job of jumping on terrible starting pitching early and gaddis isn't gonna instill fear in anybody tomorrow when they're out there so i'm just throwing out julio first first inning home run tomorrow off gaddis uh bet it i don't know what the line is but He's going to hit an anytime home run tomorrow. I'm guessing first inning, and this is going to be one where the Mariners jump out to a quick lead. There's going to be plenty of plenty of hits and counting stats to go around. So just keep an eye on that if you're in DFS or like a daily fantasy league. You're looking for somebody to stream this early in the season. Which if you are, I'm a little worried about your roster. But you never know. You could be going back and forth on should I start Colton Wong? Should I keep him on the bench? Start Colton Wong tomorrow it's there's a very good chance he goes like two for four or three for five
0: yeah i got no phillies notes for you They they're just about to wrap <laughs> up their uh 11 to 7 loss couldn't see Nick Cast- castellanos went two for four with a with a double against uh jacob de uh trey turner had a had a good rbi triple for his first hit as a philly uh yeah so, alec bohm hopefully a big season but yeah it's uh it's one game uh we'll, we'll be back on saturday the, the phillies that is
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good start. Though Nick Castellanos is somebody that you talked about on a previous episode, and then we tweeted at the video. and Wasn't his wife retweeted it? So, something, something like so, that.
0: Something like that. Liked it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like you. You were talking about how this is kind of the the bounce back year for Castellanos. So again, it is just one out of 162 games. But when a player struggles in the previous year, getting out to a good start can do so much for the mentals and. I know we jokingly talk about how the vibes are important when <laughs> drafting a player and ranking them and all that. And it is a joke, but it's also serious because when a player uh, is in a good headspace, when they're having fun, when they're enjoying themselves, when they're thinking clearly, they perform exponentially better. And so if Nick Castellanos can even, he doesn't have to get like this crazy hot start. Like, even like, say he goes just two for four with two singles on Saturday and then rolls it into a, a one-for-three with a double mm-hmm. on Sunday. That's a good start that puts him in a headspace that makes him think, I, I can actually do this. And then all of a sudden, that guy that you were drafting in the 160s and 170s and 180s in your drafts, all of a sudden, he's back to the top 100 Nick Castellanos said he was before, or he's at least well on his way. So it, it is just a small sample size, but things like that do kind of roll into each other, and it matters over time.
0: Absolutely. I mean, just looking up and seeing your average not be 250 or in the 200s and be 500 instead or be in the 300 or 400s has to do a lot for him. So yeah, uh, good to see there. And uh, we've done a horrible job this show. We we forgot completely to uh, plug plug ourselves here. So follow, us <laughs> Twitter, follow us on Twitter at Fake Baseball. Follow us on YouTube at Fake Baseball Money. Same thing on Twitch. Make sure you subscribe there and everywhere. And subscribe to the Baseball Money is Fake feed on Apple Podcast, Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Let us know what you think. Uh still just trying to plan out some content plans for the season. So whatever you guys are interested in seeing, let us know. Otherwise, we're we'll make our own plans and, and you'll have to live with it. So uh yeah, you can reach <laughs> out to us on Twitter at fake baseball.
1: Yes, follow us, talk to us. We're in the Discord as well. The MLB Discord today is jumping. Even the fantasy baseball discord's been. Uh, channel's been picking up the last few days as well. That is sg.pn slash discord. Come hang out and chat. Uh, you can also hit me up on Twitter. I have a... Th- not even over-exaggerating. I have a ton of people hitting me up in my Twitter DMs asking me fantasy baseball advice. Uh, there's been a few of you guys that asked me for advice and you like apologize for asking. I need all of you to understand. I fucking love this. I get paid to do this because I love it. Like you could ask me... That uh, starts it every day of the year for the entire year, and I'll give you my answer every single time. I don't care. I, I love it. You can ask me any fantasy baseball related question you want. It's all good. Uh, that is on Twitter at Balakay, B U H H L O C K A Y E. Come hit me up. And yes, I did a terrible job of plugging the show this time. I just got so excited that it was opening day mm-hmm. at the beginning. Uh, I got a little lost. You brought us back here at the end. Yeah. Shoot us a follow, shoot us a, a five-star rating and review. We really appreciate those. It goes a long way to kind of making us stand out above the noise of all the other podcasts that people have. And we greatly appreciate it. It allows us to keep doing what we're doing, keep getting good content out there, keep getting good guests to come back on and hang out with us. Uh, yeah. And we appreciate all you guys that come hang out in the lives, too. Like This is still something somewhat new to me, so it's enjoyable having you guys here and talking and uh, low bro said he's a big fan that i mean serious or not that makes me feel good to know that we got some fans out there yeah so enjoy your evening baseball you guys you can catch us on twitter at fake baseball you can catch me on twitter at balake b-u-h-h-l-o-c-k-a-y-e
0: yeah and i don't have any humble brags about getting messaged for (laughs) for advice but if you'd like to uh, feel free You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertslp.
1: And we'll catch you guys next time.
0: Happy baseball season.